Hello, everyone, and welcome to this arguably a special episode of the 107 podcast. Uh, you are here with myself, Jacob, and my co-host, Ash. And today, we're going to be chatting about the Braun GP documentary, which came out recently on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it's, I guess, a little bit like Drive to Survive, if it was good. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, what did you think of the documentary as a whole, Ash? I thought... Whoa. <laughs> In the words of Keanu Reeves. Um, no, I thought it was really good. I thought Keanu Reeves did a great job of narrating it. He really showed enthusiasm about what he was talking about, who he was talking to. And it was a great story, which there were so many other storylines in there that I did not know about, mm, like the whole yeah. photo breakaway and um, what really went down between Honda and Braun and Nick Fry. And yeah, just uh, Rubens and Jensen's thoughts on the whole season was was really good. It was it was really well done, and I think it shows sometimes you don't have to manufacture the drama; you just have to tell you a good story. Tell a good story, yeah. Uh, and there are That's tons it. of good stories. So yeah, I thought it was really good as well. Um, I actually personally found Keanu Reeves to be a bit wooden. I okay. didn't think he was particularly the best host in the world. Um, but I mean, he didn't do a terrible job. I just don't think he did a particularly good job. Um, he did okay. Uh, but that was my only sort of negative around the whole thing. I think that the, you know, the flashback type scenes that they filmed were all filmed really well. The production level was really high. The interviews with, uh, Button and Barrichello and, uh, Massa as well, they were all really well done um i i found out a lot about you know even simple stuff like the nda put into contracts and stuff so as soon as bernie broke the nda like the the contract was null and void and stuff like that like there were so many good little moments in there uh that i i just didn't know um i think i would have been 10 at the time as well so it's not exactly (laughs) 10 or 11 so i wouldn't uh I think this was just as I was starting to get into Formula One, I think. So I don't really, or at the very least, I was too young to fully understand the story that was that was happening, you know? Yeah, I think I wasn't as interested in that season, I think. For some, I don't know why, for whatever reasons. I don't follow it as much, so it's still fresh and new to me. I thought Keanu did a, did a good job. I thought he was truly interested in what people had to say. And, not any, and he just didn't ask boring questions as no, well, true. in a way. So I thought that was quite good. I thought Bernie came across as Bernie. Like he if you didn't across, know who Bernie, yeah. if you didn't know who Bernie Elkerston was, I think that that documentary really showed an insight into his character. Yeah, the fact there's going to be spoilers in this, obviously, but the fact that he rang the team principals immediately after Ross and Nick signed that agreement, yeah, which he kind of strong armed them into, just kind of shows like what a ruthless character he was. But then he broke the NDA. <laughs> yeah so that's exactly what i was talking about a minute ago yeah he broke the nda by by telling everyone exactly what had happened um which is yeah uh like one of the reasons why things played out how they did and stuff like that and i think it was that was where i think was wasn't it max mosley who was like working with him very closely I think that was obviously so the main reason Ma- for him Max down and... would be the equivalent of like Mohammed bin Salman. Yes, so the head of the FIA, of... yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I also think that Bernie just does not like Ross Braun. It doesn't seem like it, no. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I, I don't know exactly why, but I, I, I think it might be, you know how sometimes 
you find people that you like maybe work with for example who on paper you're really similar and you should get on but you just don't for some reason i think it's one of those whereby they're both quite similar and they just for some reason clash um i think that could potentially maybe, be it yeah so or maybe bernie's like wants a certain level of control and he knows ross can maybe go against him so yeah that it, overall i thought it was a it was a great four-part documentary um it really put into light just the journey some of these people have taken to yeah. get where they were like jensen especially where his dad said in the car i don't think he has it um rubens after coming from ferrari mm. as well and just all i, I especially loved the story about the mechanic who went on, I think, to become a plumber or an electrician. Yeah. But it's plumber. like, they have <laughs> this, like, look, we need you back on, on race weekends. weekends to fuel the car because we're not, you're not getting the best out of it because a person hasn't got any experience. That was just brilliant. And he's like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Um, yeah. And it kind of was the, the, just the, the ridiculous journey that these, these people yeah. took. Um, because of so many different reasons um and i don't think that what happened could happen again in the same way and that's part of the reason why it makes this story so special and so unique like it, it is like a hollywood story where like they buy the team for a pound yeah. they've got no money they've got you know two drivers who probably the grid don't think are elite or the best and they, like they're running on a process where anything over £75 had to be signed off by yeah. CEOs, CFOs, Ross Braun. It's just like, this is Formula One. This is a multi, multi, multi-million dollar sport. Yeah. And there's this team run on a shoestring budget that won the opening, like Jensen won, was it six out of the first seven races? They won the constructors, they won the drivers. That car was basically empty of sponsors for most of yeah. the year. It was it was just white. Um, it should it like everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Even like you know deeming the car illegal yeah. and stuff like all the uh, technical parameters around it. Yet they still came out on top. Still and, yeah, somehow right, managed I, it. Yeah, against we won't say it for a long time. Very importantly, against teams like I think at the time. I, I I might be slightly off, but at the time, McLaren was spending hundreds of millions on on their whole team operation. Uh, so same as like Ferrari, there was hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, which, if you think about inflation as well at the time, like it was just ridiculous. Like the difference uh, that these that these teams were spending compared to Braun, where it really was penny pinching and making people redundant and not really knowing exactly what was going on. Um, one thing which I did really like was the fact that the Honda exec who brought, um, like, Ross Braun brought the team from still has his £1 coin that he gave. <laughs> that £1 coin must be the most valuable £1 coin <laughs> in the world purely because of the backstory around it. Like, that is absolutely insane. Um, and I really like that not only did Honda not try and take the pound from him, but that he kept it all of these years. Like, that, that, to me, is just brilliant. It's so, so nice. That is really good. That is. And I, I love the fact that I don't think anyone didn't want to do an interview. They like they Seemingly, had, yeah. Yeah, like, Bernie was there. Christian was there. 
Luca de Montel, uh, Luca de Montelmo was there. Montelmo, yep. Montelmo, he was there. So it could have been easy. I don't want to talk about it. Whatever. Like this team that came up and beat Ferrari and McLaren, Red Bull, but they got everyone involved. And I do like the recreation of the scenes. That was quite good. Yeah, they didn't do it in like a really cheesy way. It it looked yeah. realistic. Like even it when, did. like for example. So there's a there's a flashback scene where they've just signed this agreement with Bernie to get money, and Bernie's then rang up and told all of the other team principals that they've signed this deal, right? Yeah. And so even when they're getting phone calls saying, "Oh, the meeting is now at Honda," uh, no, not Honda. Yeah. The meeting is now Renault at Renault. Uh, yeah, like, Flavio. Flavio, Flavio is me- to going mental. Um, <laughs> the phone was an iPhone, yeah. like the iPhone from that year, and I was like. That's so good. That's such good attention to detail. Like, it when was they, really good. When they first did it, I was like, did they really get this footage? And then I clocked out, oh, they're doing a re- <laughs> recreation, right? Because I didn't think they'd get, like, Ross and Nick to just walk into, like, a meeting room. I was like, oh, no, they actually did get them to walk into a meeting room. Apparently so. And, uh, um, so. Yeah, they even got, like, the old Honda exec back as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, absolutely brilliant um i would highly recommend it i think on imdb at the moment it's sat on an 8.6 which is pretty high very good for a documentary um and i think if you are a avid f1 fan this is a must watch as far as i'm concerned if you're a casual i think it's a it's a good watch i think if you're a casual it's a good watch but not like a must watch type thing but if you're a if you're a proper fan and you love your f1 and you love you love your history you should watch this i think it gives a more authentic uh behind the scenes of yeah. what it takes to run a team what the drivers are like i especially and i didn't know this and i thought i wish they'd gone into it a little bit more how the kind of uh War is not the right word, but the little battle between Rubens and Jensen, when yeah. Rubens's car was slightly different to Jensen's with the camber, and yeah, like like they're saying, Jock and is it Andrew Shovlin? Was he Jensen's yes, race engineer? He was, yeah. Like they would share information, but this time they didn't. And it's mental, Jock was, isn't it? Absolutely yeah, Jock, mental. Yeah, Jock was like, was it Jensen P14, Sebastian Vettel P16, Rubens? You know, you've done it. Kind of like really sticking it to him. And yeah. even Jensen's like, if you want Jock on your side, but when he's not on your side, he's a real, real motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and I think Jensen, like, to me at the very least, he's a very likable guy and he came across that way really, really well. Um, I think yep. pretty much everyone other than Bernie came across as really likable <laughs> as well, um, which I think says a lot. Not that I'm saying, for example, Massa is an ass or anything like that. I'm just saying that everyone came across as really likable as well, which I think helps helps bring you into the story a little bit more. Um, yeah, with the over-dramatization of Drive to Survive, it's nice mm. to see people just authentically talking. And yeah. I... Uh, I especially like the moment where he shows Keanu, Massa shows Keanu's helmet that he... Excuse me? With the spring hit him. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was very saddening in a way that he has that helmet that's like a reminder of that accident and still had the blood on it, which... Oof, what, yeah. a, what a... Have, you know, what a... I guess in a way, if you look at it, it kind of reminds himself like... Survivor, yeah, yeah, a survivor, survivor. type thing. Uh, it's also there's a story behind it too. 
yeah. um for for sure and i think that like i said he survived so i mean at the end of the day like he didn't have any long-lasting issues with it or anything like that so although obviously he sat out the rest of the season um I, yeah it is what it is for him it seems like water under the bridge compared to 2008 anyway um <laughs> it seems like water under the bridge so yeah yeah I think we're all good so. but if you i'm gonna ask you the question if you are the editor of drive to survive right now are you looking at this documentary and going oh my god we need to up our game uh, I don't think the Drive to Survive team would look at that and make changes, but I think they would make changes based on feedback from drivers, teams, and now fans. Yeah. Where they're like, the sports group, like all these Drive to Survive fans are now seeing that, oh, um, Max is not what he's portrayed as on Drive to Survive. Neither is Carlos, neither is Lando, et cetera. Yeah. And they they probably have a sentiment like we need to be a little bit more authentic with this now kind of thing. We I sure to... hope so. I think the the like the most recent season of Drive to Survive season five, um, I think that one was probably one of the better seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it's going to get better. I don't know. Um, we'll find out. Is it February? Uh, February twenty third, I believe. So it's like the Friday of testing. So, um, yeah, hopefully, because and, and look, the the strange thing is, is they have the best opportunity to show Formula One behind the scenes, like yeah. just beyond the racing, beyond the race weekend, beyond the media. It's like there's so much that they can do with it. Like you don't need to like put fake. T- uh, that's the absolute worst is fake team radios in and, and yeah. things like that. It's just like you're putting words in their mouth then the perception, especially with social media, is like, oh, that's what he said, that's what he's like, that's what yeah. he's personally always been about. But, and I don't blame Max at any like at all of like, I don't want to be on it then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that's potentially what maybe got them to change their tune a little bit in the most recent season, where yeah. Max was obviously taking part. Um but all of the drivers like clown on it. Like all of the drivers know that it's just ridiculous. Um, yeah but the 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 issue is for them it's fine they know what they're like and like you know lando knows what carlos mm. is like it's fine it's then this external you know introduction to these fans they're like oh that's what lando and carlos is like lando's like this carlos is like this not saying that they do do this but like oh let's throw some hate kind of their way because drive to survive said that you know carlos and lando don't like each other kind of thing do you know do you know what i mean and I mean, what at what point, like, f- for example, like, and this is a semi-extreme example, but what if a sponsor decides to no longer work with somebody based off of the perception given in Drive to Survive, for example? Um, like, it's an yeah, extreme example. It's an but... extreme example, yeah. I mean, th- their best episode, I think, was the Germany 2019 race mm. where they followed Mercedes. We saw, and I guess they don't want to do this, which is fine for like um, secrecy. Is like you saw like the race debrief, and like Lewis was devastated, and like like this guy is a multiple world champion, multiple race winner. And he's just devastated at what happened during that race yeah. and stuff. Uh, that's kind of what I want to see. That's like, oh, uh, you know, you just think, oh, Max wins all the time. He might not, you know, care if he wins, but they could show that maybe in Singapore he didn't win. 
our was it Azerbaijan and the other races where Perez didn't win, and he's just absolutely like, right, I'm going to come back even stronger and stuff like that. You know, that's what that I'd like to see. But yeah, we'll see what season the next season holds. But uh, if yeah, I think maybe going back to your point, maybe you are right in that if I'm the person who show runs Drive to Survive, I'll look at that Braun GP documentary and see if I can take something from there to improve the viewing experience. I'll tell you what, we've said it before, the transition game in Drive to Survive is always brilliant. Oh, um, the, the actual technical part of Drive to Survive is the brilliant, film is brilliant yeah. right? It's absolutely brilliant. It's the actual the content story itself the content yeah. itself is like yeah yeah i mean honestly i could just watch one hour of transitions yeah yeah <laughs> in 4k in, in 4K, 4k baby yeah exactly yeah. um but yeah no i i think going back to the to the to the documentary itself um i i would highly recommend it and I'm, and you would highly recommend it um so if you haven't seen it already please do try and you know get a Disney Plus free trial subscription if you haven't got one already and give it a give it a watch because it is definitely worth it. Um, and I haven't really seen that many negative reviews about it either. So that seems to be the general consensus, which is great. Um, no notes, like I said, for me, uh, other than, like I said, Keanu, for me personally seemed a little bit wooden. But I mean, that that's, again, probably just personal preference. Um, you seem to think he was he was good though, right? Ash, just recap like slightly. Maybe question for you as you wrap up. Yes, uh, sure. What other season stories would you like to be retold in this manner? That's a great. Uh, that's a great question. I think you you could potentially do one around like schumacher's first couple of seasons like like his transition into formula one and then like his first full year battling for a championship um so that would sort of span a season and a half i guess um or honestly maybe even the covid season because the, the I, like the covid season was just completely different like just completely and utterly different um, I think uh, 2007 would be a good season. Yeah, 07. Intro- oh, wait, introduction of Hamilton. Yeah, the intro of Hamilton, Hamilton versus Alonso, Spygate. That, yeah. that would be a good one to do a documentary on, I think. Um, and maybe, maybe like 2014 to 2016, the Nico versus Lewis battle. Because that's a great Silver story. Where they were, would be a really good yeah, one, yeah. Where they were friends and how kind of the drive to to win and challenge each other mm. that like drove them apart and you know there's all those things that Lewis was saying they swapped mechanics and things like that so yeah I think that would be quite good in that, in that kind of documentary yeah absolutely but we should probably wrap it up there uh, so that anyone listening can obviously go ahead and go watch the uh, the documentary. But before you go and do watch the documentary, please make sure, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff, follow the podcast on your preferred platform, and uh, come over and say hello on Instagram, TikTok, all that fun stuff, um, especially if you're coming directly from there uh, and you've given us a listen, go ahead and follow. Might not. doesn't cost anything. So yeah <laughs> uh but yeah we will wrap it up there um and we will be back next week with who knows no idea what we're doing next week do you have any idea what we're doing <laughs> next week 
Well, it, we'll do some end of season stuff. We'll do some award. We'll do some well, fun we stuff. We don't even know when this is coming out. We haven't scheduled when no. this will come out. <laughs> That's true. So who knows? So yeah. yeah, we'll wait and see. It'll be within a couple we'll of weeks. Um, yeah. But so yeah, please make sure to keep an eye out for new podcasts from us, and we will see you in the next one. Cheers, everyone. Bye.